How you doing this morning? My name is Don Curtis. This is a wonderful day. This is a great day. This is a marvelous day. Yeah. This is a day full of God's presence, God's joy, God's patience, God's love. Yes, it's a mighty day. It's a mighty day because God is in the midst of it. And I tell you, I just give God thanks and praise for another wonderful day which he has made for us. Yeah, you know the rest of it, that you and I might rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Yes. <laughs> what a wonderful day. Where is your faith at this morning? Yes, walk by faith, not by sight. We give God thanks and praise again this morning. Yes. He's with you. He's with me. But I do know now. faced with situations, circumstances that will try our faith, test us, see whether or not we really believe, and also just to make it sharper. <laughs> yes, the trying of your faith, the trying of my faith is more precious than the trying of gold itself. Yes, good morning, Mechanicsville. Good morning, West Virginia. Good morning, Hayfield, Virginia. Good morning, good morning. Yes, La Plata, Maryland. Good morning, Waldorf, Maryland. Yes, Baltimore, Maryland. Washington, D.C. Good morning to you. Yes, the Philippines. Yes, the Philippines are listening to us. We give God thanks and praise for those in the Philippines this morning. Good morning to you. Yes, France. Good morning to you. London, England. Good morning to you. Washington State. Good morning to you. Yes, Redmond, we give God thanks and praise for you out there. Thank you, thank you. Indianapolis, Indiana, good morning to you. Alexandria, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. Fredericksburg, Virginia, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mechanicsville. I got faith now, Mom. Yes, yes, yes. Well, welcome to... Uh, good morning, Mechanicsville. We give God thanks and praise for this wonderful day he has made for us. Yes, I'm rejoicing. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy today. <laughs> yeah, I give God thanks. I tell you, he is good to you. He's good to me. He's better to us than we really realize and know and understand. His love for us is deep and broad and wide. Yes, it's everlasting. It's ongoing. It's not fickle at all. It's not conditional. 
He doesn't cool down his love for you and for me when you and I might find ourselves making wrong decisions, even things that may be offensive to him, things that are not God-like. God still loves us, and he still cares for us, and he continues to reach out to us and provide for us in so many different ways. It's a shame that we don't acknowledge him as much as we should and as much as he deserves. And I'm saying all of us, uh, not only those in church, but those out of church and those in the political realm and education realm and all kinds of realms. Uh, he deserves better than what we're doing. We just give God thanks. And so I'm thanking God today. Yes, I am. Today is a special day in a number of ways. Uh, this is our 80th uh, episode, 80th uh, series that we've done. And so uh, I thank God for inspiring me, for you know just waking me up and and starting me to even share this broadcast and and uh, his love for Mechanicsville, his love for you and for me, for all of our cities and towns and neighborhoods and places that we live in. They're occupied with people, people that God loves mightily, people that God died for, that he gave his best for. And some people know about the love of God that passes knowledge and understanding. Uh, some persons don't. Some people may be upset with God and and can't figure out why he allows certain things to happen if he's all that loving towards us. And so I just thank God the opportunity to just be able to say uh, good morning Mechanicsville and different towns and cities and to encourage all of us. We live in some place and that we might pray one for another and that we might lift up each other uh, to God. And, and, uh, and that we might also share the goodness of God one with another. I mean, we... Uh, talk about so many different things. We have conversations and discussions about so many different topics and things, politics and and sports and things that go on. And um, uh, why not talk about God some? Why not uh, really give him his prompts? And so uh, today I, I, I want to do that uh, personally because God has been good to me. And it's just, you know, so empty to say that without filling in how he has been, but I thank God, uh, you may not have known, uh, some may have known, um, but a little over three years ago, I've been diagnosed with uh, colon cancer and stage two or three, they weren't exactly sure, and so they began treating me for stage three uh, colon cancer, and uh, I thank God for just how he makes provisions and how he provides doctors and medications and all those kinds of things. Uh, but, you know, I always wanted uh, a healthy body, and I'm sure all of us do. Yes, all of us want to be in good health and prosper and all those kinds of things. But uh, I had that episode I had to face and uh, went through a series of chemotherapy and radiation and uh, even uh, afterwards a cyberknife uh, radiation as well. And uh, I thank God that over time, uh, going through different uh, reports and, and uh, tests and those kinds of things that uh, the actual tumor itself is no longer there. It's been totally out of the way. It's not there at all. Uh, there had been some movement of cancer in one of my lymph nodes and whatnot, but CyberKnife was able to match that somewhat. Uh, uh, but, you know, chemotherapy and radiation, all those things are toxic to your body and system, and so it really... Uh, taking me through a loop and uh, ended up in the hospital for about a week or so. But I thank God today that uh, (laughs) 
that uh, uh, things are really in a in an upward mobility. I thank God for health and strength, and I thank God for uh, just wisdom and knowledge, and just knowing how your body operates and works, and know how, even how cancer operates and works sometime as well. And so anyway, I just give God thanks uh, that not only that, but uh, my my vital signs are, have improved greatly. In fact, I've I've lost about thirty some pounds. Uh, not as a result of the chemo and that sort of thing. I did lose a little bit of weight during that time. Uh, but after that was over, we're just designed to provide my body with what it needs. You know, you begin to learn and understand that your body is God's temple, his dwelling place. You begin to talk to him and, and pray in a whole different way. Uh, not pleading and begging and that kind of thing, but insight and just thankful and, and talk to him about every decision that you make and that sort of thing. Uh, what to do, what not to do. And... Uh, and, <laughs> and even getting down to what to eat and what not to eat. And so I just give God thanks that uh, uh, his guidance and leading and what not uh, got me to a place of just understanding how my body functions and and just how unique I am, how unique you are. And uh, now just beginning to learn and know and to understand uh, the the chemical and biological makeup of my systems and those kinds of things what my body needs and began to do that and now the cancer is going in a different direction uh, my uh, cholesterol is uh, <laughs> has improved greatly uh, understanding the difference between good and bad uh, the particle size of your LDL and that kind of thing my triglycerides um, and uh, it has been just a tremendous journey and uh, understanding the truth about cancer and uh, listening to different other doctors and uh, medical researchers across this globe, not only in this country but in other countries, uh, getting an understanding of how, uh, as David said, how wonderfully and fearfully God has made our mortal bodies and then how he's given us dominion over our own bodies. Uh, and so I just give God thanks. Uh, um, blood is in great shape. <laughs> One time I was uh, diagnosed as an anemic and also pre-diabetic. Uh, but as a result of just knowing what to eat and how to eat, uh, intimate fasting, knowing how to give your body rest and that sort of thing, uh, no longer anemic, no more pre-diabetic, uh, know how to test my own blood and those kinds of things. Understanding what ketones are all about and burning fat as opposed to sugar, the dangers of sugar, the toxicity of sugar, the poisonous part of sugar, and these artificial sweeteners and other kinds of things we put in our bodies and the impact it has on the on the chemical reactions inside of our bodies and those kinds of things. Understanding the gut health and those kinds of stuff, things as well. Uh, just uh, an illumination of just how my body functions uh, in a way that I never knew before. But I thank God for the timing. I thank Him for the information. Thank for being able uh, to do that. And so as a result of that, uh, being able to understand what ketones are all about and how my body is able to uh, process and make uh, ketones for my liver and how it's great energy food and whatnot, not only to the rest of my cells and body, but also to my brain as well. And then also... And knowing that uh, cancer cells are not able to process and deal with ketones as a source of energy, that it really loves uh, sugar, and denying sugar to those cancer cells and whatnot is causing them to 
go in an opposite direction for them now to be able to uh, behave the way they need to behave. My immune system that had been compromised and almost, uh, well, severely weakened by the chemotherapy and radiation, uh, now seeing it improve and strengthen and now my immune system, the defenses that God made uh, for my body, uh, has uh, gotten back into its normal state. And as a result of it, now it is able to battle and do what it needs to do to keep these diseases from this house of God, which is my temple, my body. And I just give God thanks and praise. Yes, I got. I'm, I'm rejoicing today. <laughs> I'm giving God thanks today because he's been leading me and guiding me. This is more than just a scripture verse, and I want to encourage you as well. Don't be content and satisfied with just being able to quote or memorize or even preach and teach of scripture out of the word of God, a verse. Uh, but, to, but, to, but for it to become alive in you, so you begin to talk to God about the issues and the things concerning your life um, <laughs> and really his life, uh, really embracing the fact that it is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And that the life that he led while he was here on earth is available to you and to me. He says, I've come that you might have life and that you may have it more abundantly. And that's his desire. That's his desire. And so uh, I want to encourage you. Don't get trapped in religiosity. Don't get trapped even in the scriptures. The Pharisees were trapped in the scriptures in the sense that they knew it. They studied it. They were the teachers of the law but had absolutely no idea of the reality of the word of God, did not even understand it. The word became flesh and was living right there among them. He jumped off the pages. He, he was no longer a word written down, but he was a word alive. And this alive word is on the inside of you and on the inside of me. If you've received Jesus Christ, who is <laughs> not only the Lamb of God, not only the Son of God, but the Word itself, becoming flesh. <laughs> if that is in you, if He is in you, then you have all of the Scripture. You have, you have even what's not written in you, because there were many, many more things that Jesus did that is not written. I mean, have you thought about that? You know, I've been thinking about that some myself on and off. That if, if, if all you have is what is written, but you don't have <laughs> the the living word. Uh, that's all you have is something that was written. But the thing that was written, the scriptures itself that were written, tells us that there were many, many more things that Jesus Christ did and teach that is not written, that was not written. And if it were written, the earth could not contain it. So the written is just a drop in the bucket compared to the actual living word and you and i have the living word on the inside of us <laughs> and i tell you I, there was a time during my treatments and whatnot when i i had hiccups uh, so bad because of the chemo and the radiation i couldn't sleep at night hardly i couldn't fall asleep because i was kept hiccuping whatnot and i'm talking to god about this and talking to him as the one who's living on the inside of me, who knows more about me than I know about myself. And I talked to him about this hiccup and whatnot. And you know what he said to me? He said, you need to listen to some healing music. I never even heard about no healing music. 
but I got my radio station going, got on Pandora, one of those uh, softwares and, and, and one of those apps and began to look and I found me a healing music station and I began to listen to it. And it was quite peaceful, tranquil, natural kind of music. Uh, sometimes it was the flow of the river, the nature sounds and whatnot. And guess what happened? The hiccups resided and I fell asleep. <laughs> and I just thank God for it that many times he will share with us to do some stuff that we never done before just like he told Naaman go dip in the river seven times <laughs> yes 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 and I thank God because he wants you and me to talk to him to be right <laughs> honest with him and, and, and don't be concerned about certain words and phraseology and, and praying a certain way God is not interested in you praying a certain way. In fact, Jesus said, don't be praying vain and repetitious words over and over again. They're meaningless. They're vain. They're empty. Don't mean nothing. But talk to him straight up. And then listen to him and be open to him. I mean, have an expectation that God's going to answer. That he's going to talk to you. That he's going he's gonna to give you thoughts. And he's going to give you his thoughts and his mind and his ways. And so I tell you, I just give God thanks. It, it, not only did I, did I grow physically and my body uh, improved and that sort of thing in my health, but my spiritual being, my relationship with him uh, took some gigantic leaps as far as I'm concerned in my relationship with him and my speaking with him and his fatherhood, him becoming dad to me and him telling me, Don, the reason why I healed you of what you've been going through is not because of so many different people praying for you and those kinds of things. And I really do thank God for those who did pray. And if you happen to be one of those who pray for me, I thank God for you. Thank God for your prayers. But you know what he told me? He said, it was not because of that. It's not because of how many. It's not even because you prayed for yourself. He said, I did all this for one reason. And you've got to understand this. I've got to understand this. He said, I did it for one reason. Because I love you. Period. Period. I love you. I agape you. You are special to me. You are dear to me. You're my son. And so I said, wow. It gave me a different appreciation of what prayer really is all about. And understanding that prayer don't change nothing. It changed you. It don't make God do nothing. God's going to do what he's going to do because he loves you. God so loved the whole wide world that he gave his only begotten son. He didn't respond to the prayers and the fastings and the pleadings of his people. No, no. He'd already responded before he even knew how to pray or what to pray for. In fact, we are told that we don't know what to pray for. So the Holy Ghost makes intercession for us with moanings and groanings that you cannot utter and I cannot utter because these things are spiritual things that are happening on levels that you and I most of the time are not even aware of, conscious of. But that's just how God is. Yes, he's waiting to hear from you, waiting to hear from me. He delights in you making time to just consciously be in his presence and think about him and talk to him about your stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and giving him thanks that he knows all about your stuff. And uh, is, has already made provision to deal with your stuff, your issues, and those kinds of things. What he desires 
above everything else is for you and I to grow into a, a more intimate understanding of who he is. And Jesus said, look, I and my father are one. And my desire is that you might have this same relationship that I have with him. I don't do anything except I see him doing it. I don't say anything except I hear him saying it. I don't, I, I'm, I'm not living my own life, doing my own thing. But rather, my life is consumed in his work, his business, what he's all about. And so I tell you, I just give God thanks. and I thank him for healing me. I thank God for leading me and guiding me. But I thank him most of all for revealing his love to me. Yes, now I know that he loves me greater than what I had anticipated before. That he's not loving me out of the response of my petitions and my shouting and praying and fasting and all that kind of stuff. Nor is he loving you as a result of yours. He loved you before you even knew you were being loved. He loved us while we were yet sinners. He loved us while we were still lost. He loved us before anybody prayed for us. He loved us before anybody knew what prayer was all about. Jesus Christ himself was crucified before the foundation of the world. Not after we pleaded and begged and God had to find some way to rescue us. He already knew the way, already provided the way. That's why Jesus came and said, I am the way. And so we just give God thanks and praise. I hope today uh, you might uh, just share with God just how much you appreciate him. Yes, and what he has done for you. And I tell you, always be ready to give an answer to those around you. Who may ask you why are you so happy? Why are you so full of joy? Why are you so peaceful? Why are you so restful? Everybody's so excited. Everybody's so up, bent out of shape over what's going on in the country, the politics, and all this kind of stuff. But it ain't moving you. How come you're so peaceful and joyful and restful? I'm praying you have a reason. You 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 be prepared. You be able to share with them. Let me tell you how good God is. How good He's been to me. <laughs> And how good he's been to you, even though you may not realize it. But just how good God has been to you. And, and hopefully during the course of this day, the rest of this week, sometime real soon, God might provide an opportunity for you to share with somebody else. Just how good God has been to you. And you'll be very descriptive about it, about what has happened to you. And for me, yes, I had I was diagnosed with cancer. But guess what? <laughs> I've been healed from that. God has healed me. He has set me free. And in the midst of it, he has taught me uh, just how wonderfully and fearfully this body of mine is that he has given to me and that he is living on the inside of me right now. Yeah, we're having a great time together. We just give God thanks and praise. Yes, yes. I thank God for what he's doing. Yes. So this is a special time. This is episode number 80. <laughs> but I just wanted to just say, hey, God's been good to me and sharing with uh, some who may not have known, but others may have heard it before. But I'm just excited. I can't forget about it. I keep my reports in my briefcase, uh, pictures of the tumor that was there that's no longer there, pictures of it gone. I have all that in my briefcase. I carry that around with me. <laughs> just remind me in case somebody wants some tangible evidence. I said, look at this. This is what the doctors saw when they first diagnosed me. And guess what? This is what it is afterwards. And they were surprised by it. They were shocked by it. One of the oncologists came to me and said, You know something? God had to do this. I said, He sure did. Jesus. She was on her knees, thanking Him and praising Him for another day. 
just giving God thanks for another day. It's a beautiful day outside today. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's bright and sunny. <clears throat> yes, it's sunny on the inside of me as well. I just give God thanks for this wonderful day that he has made for me. I'm going to rejoice in it. In fact, I've already started. <laughs> I'm going to be glad in it. Guess what? Yeah, you heard me laughing. <laughs> I've already started. I've already started. I'm going to be exceedingly glad today. Yes, he is wonderful. He's marvelous. There's nobody else like him in all the universe. And he's mine. I hope he's yours as well. Where is your faith? 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 So I was faced with a situation that produced doubt. Good morning, Washington, D.C. Yes, good morning, San Jose, California. Yes, Mechanicsville, Maryland, good morning to you. Wilmington, Delaware. Hey, Market, Virginia. Charlottesville, Virginia. Hey, Orlando, Florida. <laughs> yes, we give God thanks and praise for you today. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Redmond, Washington, good morning to you. Good morning, United Kingdom. Good morning, France. Philippines, good morning to you. Yes, yes. It's a wonderful day God has made for you and me. Yes, we're rejoicing. We're exceedingly glad. Yes, we are. Where is your faith? 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 And the word says, Matthew 17 and 20. Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have the faith as of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Yeah, you got something to talk to God about. <laughs> you got something that's challenging your faith today. You got something that's causing doubt in your mind, your heart. Talk to him about it. Yeah. Yeah, let him know what's going on. He already knows. Yeah, he just wants you to come and talk to him about it. Discuss it with him about it. He said, come, let us reason together. Yeah, talk to God about it. Yes, yes, yes. We give God thanks again for for hope and serenity. Thank God for Jeannie and Gloria, great women who... Uh, been penning some great songs. We just give God thanks and praise for them. Listen, let's rejoice today and be ready to give an answer. Be ready to be able to share your testimony about what God has been doing for you. Yes, ciao. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>